Fictionalized history, like free trade and forgotten memories, is something of an oxymoron. The minute you introduce fiction to a story, its claim to being history loses strength. But unless a playwright has a transcript of the backroom conversations held by historical figures, she has no choice in telling the story of great historical moments but to guess at and improvise those conversations. The result is a hybrid of history and fiction, and when done well, it illuminates and exposes the truth of what happened, or what very likely happened, while employing just enough imagination and guesswork as is necessary to allow the story to be told at all. Such was the task lying before British playwright Lolita Chakrabarty as she tackled the story of a significant but little-known figure in theatrical world history, Ira Aldridge, the first black actor to perform on the legitimate stage in London. That was in 1833, when slavery was still legal in England. Chakrabarty's award-winning play, Red Velvet, now brings the story to the Bay Area, where San Francisco Playhouse has put together one of the best shows of the year. Following the death of famed classical actor Edmund Keane, Aldridge, in an openly provocative and controversial move, was called upon to replace him in playing the lead in William Shakespeare's Othello. In taking on the role, Aldridge would be acting alongside the all-white actors of the distinguished company, performing at Keane's famed Theatre Royale. Abolition was three months from becoming law in England, and the city was in a state of conflict and turmoil, with open riots in the streets. This was hardly the best time to challenge centuries of tradition and deep-seated prejudice. What is known are the basic details of what happened, what the critics said about Aldridge's performance, how the company responded, and what Aldridge did next. What is not known, and what Chakrabarty makes a highly entertaining and impressive effort at surmising, is what that first multiracial meeting of artists might have been like. How did the company respond to Aldridge? What was the first rehearsal like? Who said what to whom before and after opening night? Did it happen this way, as they show in the play? Who knows? But as deftly and powerfully devised by Chakrabarty, directed by Margot Hall with marvelous command of the script's complex blend of social comedy and raw drama, Red Velvet transcends the oxymorons of fictionalized history. This is a good play and a strong production with a towering performance by Carl Lumbly as Aldridge. The superb supporting cast includes Sonoma County actor Tim Niffen, excellent in a tricky role as the dying Keene's affronted actor's son, Charles, whose rising indignation at watching a black actor play Othello, a role he'd expected to assail himself, is simultaneously hilarious and chilling. Also strong are Richard Lewis James in dual parts as Aldridge's long-suffering dresser and a stodgy Shakespearean actor, Susie Damilano as Charles' tentative but artistically intrigued actress fiance Ellen Tree, and the effortlessly accent-shifting Eleanor Wright in a trio of key roles, including that of Aldridge's white, English-born wife. Chakrabarty's robust script does somewhat stretch believability in an effort to have fun with Aldridge's first backstage appearance at Theatre Royale. That quibble aside, Red Velvet stands as a thing of graceful beauty, earning its way line by line to its heartbreaking climax. Supremely satisfying on numerous levels, this is a must-see historical drama. In eschewing simple conclusions or one-dimensional characterizations, Red Velvet delivers a 180-year-old story that, sadly enough, feels vividly and unnervingly contemporary. Red Velvet runs Tuesday through Sunday through June 25th at San Francisco Playhouse, sfplayhouse.org. I'm David Templeton, Second Row Center for KRCB.